I think we always talk about the fact that as independent creators, it's so hard to do all the things that we do while working a full-time job, dealing with clients, whatever the things that you're responsible for. And I think AI is a good companion tool. Everybody being super worried about, oh, it's going to take jobs away. I'm not going to be. No. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Podcast Trapper. I'm your host, Anna Gogo, founder of Black Pod Collective, Black Pod Festival, and Adode Media, your full-service podcast production agency. And I'm excited because of the fact that, as you know, like... This podcast is all about taking you behind the scenes of podcasting, the tips, the tricks, the tools, really my hot takes on things. I also sometimes have people join me to kind of share how they were able to build things as industry leaders and independent creators. But this week, I'm actually joining you guys to talk about some things that I've been testing out. And as we know, AI has been a big deal. And quite frankly, I'm usually an early adopter to most things. And so I want to kind of take you guys behind the scenes and just talk a little bit about some three different tools that help with three different phases of the podcast production process. Some of these tools we utilize in-house here at Adode Media with a lot of our clients. Some of them are just things that I've been testing out on my own. And some, one in particular, has been using one of these tools. And I know for many of you, you've heard me talk about Matthew several times. If you follow me on social, you've probably seen him from time to time. And we're baby step introducing him to the audience. Matthew was on an episode before and, you know, he's still not keen on getting on camera. Don't worry, I'm working on that. But he has actually agreed, and by agreed, I mean I forcibly made him do it, to be on microphone. Matthew, say hi to the people. Hello, this is Matthew from Behind the Camera. Today I'm on an episode behind the camera. So this is the first step into Matthew in the episodes. <laughs> Baby steps. In time, we're going to definitely have a camera that is focused directly on Matthew because he makes facial expressions and he laughs in the background. And I sometimes think you guys think I'm losing my mind. But this week, I'm talking about AI tools, and Matthew's joined because of the fact that he has a particular AI tool that he utilizes for editing. So I'm excited because he didn't know that just by saying, oh my God, this is interesting, I used that, that I was going to say, oh, perfect, you're going to talk about that one. So let's kind of dive on in. I'm going to break it down into three different sections. And that's kind of like the three phases of podcasting. Phase one being the, or I should say four really, but phase one being the ideation, the ideas, the thinking through like what the content will be about. And then going into the audio, meaning the recording, the editing, then video, of course, and then the copy of it and distribution. So those are the things that we're going to kind of break down and some tools that I've been kind of playing around with just to kind of see how they work. Some of them we also utilize for clients. And I'm not going to say I have any favorites. I'm not going to recommend anything because you're going to have to pay me for that. But I am going to talk through like what we've been utilizing. So first and foremost, on the ideation side. Now, how you can utilize AI for ideation is really around the, hey, the prompts. So like ChatGPT is a really great one because it's really focused on prompts. But another thing I really like is Jasper. I like Jasper AI. The reason for that is it doesn't require that I know all of these prompts. And yes, the prompts make it to where ChatGPT is extremely smart. But Sometimes I don't know what I want and I don't know what to ask it to make it give it what I need. 
So instead, I like Jasper, which though it is a paid feature, it does allow for me to indicate, hey, Jasper puts together these three things or there's templates in there based off of if you're a blogger, if you're a YouTuber, if you are writing a newsletter, all of those things. And so that's the ideation. It's that research and kind of behind the scenes of what write three topics to write for this audience, all these things, your demographics. Matthew, I have a question because I know you've been listening to podcasts a little bit more. What type of podcast do you like? Do you like the ones that it seems like they're just kind of coming off the cuff? Or do you like those shows where it seems like they're actually like doing the research beforehand to prepare for the show? Uh, I like the ones that they're doing the research beforehand. So they know what they're talking about during the show and they're not trying to like ramble around or hmm. go viral because that's what happens. with the, They'll try to do things just to go viral. I can see that. See, I like a mix. I like to feel like you've done research, but I like where, especially when there's guests, I hate when it feels like they've done so much research to where it doesn't balance out. Like it's so much research to where it's like the guest just said, and when I was married, my husband kidnapped my child. And then the person goes to the next thing of like, okay, so like, how did you get started in the industry? If you don't go back, I don't care what that piece of paper told you. You need to ask more questions. Somebody was kidnapped. Excuse you. This is now what the podcast episode is about. And so some of these AI tools, I feel like help with preparation. I think we always talk about the fact that as independent creators, it's so hard to do all the things that we do while working a full-time job, dealing with clients, whatever the things that you're responsible for. And I think AI is a good companion tool. Everybody being super worried about, oh, it's going to take jobs away. I'm not going to be. No, no. The amount of times that I still have to correct the AI is slightly concerning. They need to improve that. But that's the ideation, but also the copy. So Cast Magic is actually something I've really loved utilizing for clients. Cast Magic allows for you to kind of put in the content. And then from there, you can indicate like, what all do you want to get from that? Whether it's show notes, whether it's blogs, whether it's captions, LinkedIn articles, it allows for you to kind of get that information all succinctly. I find Cast Magic to be a little ahead of its curve than every other tool that does copy. So many of the other things are not geared towards podcasting. Like Jasper is not meant for podcasting. It is just a AI tool for copy. And so because Matthew listens to podcasts, but I feel like he's still kind of new to the podcast world. I do want him to kind of like tell me from a listener's perspective, like what he's liking. Do you ever really read the show notes of a podcast that you tune into? No, because what? I listen to podcasts when I'm in my car, when I'm driving, or when I'm at the gym. So I don't have time to read. I don't want to read it. So that's why I listen to it when I'm doing other activities. And also, I most of the time, I don't even watch a video. I just go to the audio side of it. Wait a minute. How is it you're a videographer, a video producer, and you don't watch video? You listen to it? So wait, you listen to podcasts and not really video? Yeah. Because I have to tune in. I have to actually sit down and watch it. I can listen to the audio. Meanwhile, I'm doing other activities. So whenever I talk to you and I tell you, oh, I saw this about a podcast, it's actually because I saw a clip on TikTok. And then I go over to their YouTube channel and I just try to pinpoint that clip that I watch on TikTok. So it sounds like you find podcasts really from TikTok. You're not like scrolling and finding them. Y'all, I'm in shock right now. Matthew's a purist. <laughs> we just found out that he's a he's an audiophile. Like he loves the audio element. Mm-hmm. 
I don't even know you. I don't watch a video like it's. I'm. Do you watch my videos? <laughs> oh wow. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I don't know about this new idea we're trying out. It sounds like it's causing problems. Next up for AI tools, because this commentary is blowing my mind. Next up for AI tools is around your audio edit. And so some of the things that I really have loved is Auphonic. So Auphonic does a good job of really just kind of leveling out the audio. And I feel like Auphonic is not getting its credit where it's due. It was like one of the first AI tools in the podcasting space that I don't think we were calling AI because we put our audio in there. Once you put the audio in there, it then took your files, it leveled it out, and it created, it removed background noise, all of those things. Auphonic is a great tool. And I don't think it's that expensive. Like, I think it gives you five hours. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Five hours free each month. But it's a great beginner tool just for leveling your sound. Descript, another really great one. We've used that in the past. Not as much now. um, But in the past, Descript, removing filler words, that tool is amazing. So if you say, um, you know, and any repeated words over and over, Descript will remove that with just one click of the button. Now, sometimes you do have to clean it up a little bit on your own, but I feel like they've been getting more and more advanced with their edits. Next up with Descript is Overdub. Now, this was the one that had me looking at Descript like, baby, take my money or my money. Descript has an Overdub feature. What that means is if I said Matthew's name incorrectly in the beginning of the episode, but then later on in the episode, I said it correctly, I could technically, indescript, take it from the part that I said it correctly, move it over in editing a text. Because descript is like editing a document. Like you don't edit it by listening to audio and all those things. You're editing a Word document. You can still listen to it, but you're editing the transcription. Those two features to me is when I was just like, oh, AI is about to take over because what are you saying to me? Can you see yourself, Matthew, using any of those tools in the video world? Yeah, I use one that is free. It's called Adobe Enhance. So that allows you to edit audio up to one hour. It must not be a heavy file. That's what I'll say. And it will give you the audio clean, no background noise, and it's free because it's still on a beta version, kind of. That was the third one. I've been hearing a lot of things about that. Like, I think even on Black Pod Collectors page, we posted a video about the fact that, like, I think in the video, somebody was vacuuming and you could barely hear it. Like, that's insane. That means we could have the fan on right now. You want to put the fan on? Don't push it. Okay. <laughs> he said not to push it. I'm hot. Okay, guys. Um, and so with those type of things, like, it does, I think, make things easier, especially for people who still have to, like, you know, you can't come to a sound treated studio. And let's say you're you're recording and this is the time you scheduled with a guest. And now your neighbor is mowing the lawn. And it's like, really? Of all the times, this had to be the moment. And you can't do anything about that. But it helps you kind of take care of that. Lastly, we're going to talk about video. And this is where we're kicking it off to Matthew. But because Matthew's not on camera and this is also an audio and video based podcast, I'm going to be here doing hand gestures like a weirdo as you guys hear him talk in the background. So with video is Autopod. And this is where I found out that Matthew utilizes that. From my understanding, Autopod helps with cutting for multiple camera angles. Mm-hmm. 
as you can, if you're listening, we record for my podcast, we record with two camera angles. But if ever we have a guest, we record with three camera angles. We've never really recorded with more than that. Not saying we're opposed to it. It's just not something that we do. And so Autopod helps go between camera angles, which I believe it takes the audio to say this is who's talking. And it matches audio and video to say, okay, from person to person. And that's how it's determining. Yeah, but so- Matthew, since you use it, take it away, baby. Tell us about this. So if you're using that one, what I figure out is the best take go around with that software is you need to use multi-track. So each guest needs to be on a track, and then the tool will pick each audio and will match it with each camera. But it only works like it won't work in a situation like this when we have two cameras. And because just me. Yeah, because you're trying to look at another camera. So that's it needs to be somebody actually punching in but if each guest or each person on the show has its own camera and it's on multi-track the system will automatically pull the video and match the video with their audio track so a 30 minute video you can edit it in five minutes like a three camera angle with a wide and then two cameras on each guest you can do that like in five minutes so then my question ends up being though like is it precise Yes, it is. You can actually tune it in to how much frequency you want of cuts. So if you want to, if you want quick cuts, it will give you quick cuts. If you want a more like smooth transition between one cut and the other, it will give you that. But also, it has its flaws. So they're still working on it. It's not perfect, but it saves a lot of time if you have a standard look. What are some of those flaws? So again, it won't pick up somebody looking at another camera. Like when I do this, yeah. But it will, like if you had a guest and each of you were on on your own camera and you had a wide shot, it will actually pick up from your audio track and it will say, this is Anna's video track and this is her audio track. So whenever her levels are high here, I will cut it. That's scary a little bit, but also dope. It is. But again, you need to know how to use it and also it won't take away the other stuff that you already have to do because you still have to match audio with video. You still have to color grade. Color grade you lower, still, third, lower thirds, yeah. Intro, outro. So you still need to know how to edit, but it will save time. That's what I'll say. So you don't think like tomorrow I could be like, I too am editing now and I could use autopods and be like out here doing it? Yeah, because it, actually the software. You have a lot of faith you, in me. I no, don't but, understand why you just said yes to that. Like, I. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can do it. You can do it. Matthew barely wants to even show me how to utilize the camera. Now, all of a sudden, I can edit. No. (laughs) Like, I still have to call him to be like, how do I make this straight? So, I'm going to stay in my lane of over here, and you're going to stay with the cameras. Oh, wait. And it also... Oh, what does it do? There's another... That's not the only thing it does. There's three options in it, and then there's one of those options that will cut reels for you. So, you'll give him... A timestamp, and it will cut the reel. Autopod is a him? Yeah. Who made Autopod a him? Well, it's a tool. Let us say it's a Because I'm like, <laughs> how is now, how's the AI to a guy? He's like, and you give him. I'm like, him who? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, uh, you, whatever, in the tool, in <laughs> the tool, you'll go ahead and you'll select your timestamps, and it will cut a reel or a vertical format video from a landscape or horizontal video. And this is the thing I think about AI as a whole. I think it's actually just meant to make things more efficient and cut back on time. 
Now, I think people see that people may lose jobs because of the fact that if something is cutting back on time, that means you'll need less people in those roles. But you'll still need people. Mm-hmm. You just won't need five people because of the fact that it's taking so long. You may just need two people and those type of things, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think it helps with efficiencies. It helps with creating better systems and processes, and especially for independent creators who YouTube University is your best friend and you are not in a place to where you can hire a videographer. These tools that we've talked about, they're really game-changing. We've talked about something for your copy, for your show notes, your audio editing, your audio leveling, your filler word removal, your video edits. Like, what more do you possibly need? Like, it's really taking care of everything. All we now need is one that... Does your social media from all of it and post it directly? I think the thing we're missing is that we have to use so many different tools. And after a while, like with, I know all of these things aren't going to be free forever. After a while, we're going to have to pay for it. And that stuff is going to be expensive because they're going to recognize the value that they're bringing. And my fear is that it will then price out independent creatives. Like they'll get to a point where it's like corporations need this and they're the ones who can afford it. It so, will just become another subscription that you have to pay for. In but order if to- you're doing three, like we've talked about three, I know there's 50 more out there. You know, like I wish there was one tool that had all of these things. It's not going to happen because then that's, they're going to monopolize the market. So it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Everyone. Oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> everyone wants now to have a, AI tool for whatever, because they know people are tuning in or they're trying to get it to save time on something. So everyone wants a piece of that cake. Somebody where you can <laughs> monopolize and get rid of everybody else's. If you have one banger tool that does copy, audio edit, video cuts, all the things, baby, take my money because that's one place versus I have to worry about three different pers- uh, I said prescriptions, <laughs> subscriptions. Versus worrying about just one. So I do think some cons is, especially with copy, one of the big things that I do worry about is plagiarism, copyright infringement. Like, where is this information actually being generated from? Like, if somebody tries to say that, oh, you plagiarized this, well, if we both utilize the same copy tool, who's protecting us in that manner? Like, Does Jasper protect? Does Cast Magic? I don't know. And so those are the things that I am concerned about because we are seeing a rise of lawsuits and stuff like that in podcasting for liable slander and all those things. And I just am not sure if these tools by themselves, without having a copywriter like we do on team, who goes in to like make it our own. No, we do not use these tools for every client. Let's be clear. We do write copy from scratch for a lot of our clients, but there are some clients who prefer, like they've indicated, hey, this is a tool I was already using. Are you guys okay with utilizing it? And that's actually how we got introduced to Cast Magic in the first place. So those are just some of the little things that I feel like we need to start thinking about as an industry. Later down the line, I do see where I'm going to probably do an episode on legalities and podcasting and really just like what's going on in the industry in that capacity. So do stay tuned for that. But, Matthew, any closing words for the audience? It was a pleasure being here. Thank you very much. We're going to work our way to Matthew coming on camera. So for those watching on YouTube, so sorry. You just get to stare at me. But in time, he's going to be sitting next to me whether he wants to or not. 
But I hope you guys found this information helpful, and I would love to hear how you're utilizing AI tools in your workflow. Do you find it beneficial? Are you afraid of AI? Like, share your knowledge, share your thoughts, and you can shoot an email to support at adodemedia.com. Adode is A-D-O-D-E media.com to let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear from us in the future. As always, thank you for tuning in. You can follow me on all platforms at Adode. Well, you can follow me on Adode Media, but also on a go-go on all platforms. Until next time, guys, have a good one.